Shazam? My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. I am the Flash. Truth. Justice. The American way. I'm vengeance. Hello and welcome to Elseworlds DC Fan Podcast. My name is Jordan. With me, as always, is Chris. How are you today, Chris? Life is good. Uh, it's been an interesting day, and you know what? That's all I'll say about that. I had a great uh, Flash-themed day on Tuesday as I went out and bought the Flash movie. And then my uh, pre-order of the Flash the Complete series arrived on Blu-ray. And along with a Flash comic I bought, too. So uh, I took some pictures and a, and a TikTok of that on our Elseworlds. Uh, but it was a lot of fun having all that. I was wearing my Flash shirt and my Flash hat. You know, I was really feeling it that day. May the, may the Speed Force be with you. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Um you know, while I know the reputation of the Flash movie is not the highest, I still enjoyed it when I saw it. Um, I'll revisit it. I, I, w- I would argue that the reputation of the Flash movie is not the highest. The people who have seen it tend to have liked it. That just that not that many people saw it. A lot of people are saying, oh, my God, I well, saw it on streaming. I didn't know it was going to be that good. So I'm seeing a lot of that reaction. Yeah. Um yeah, it just kind of is what it is right now. We're going to kind of, it's kind of the theme of the episode that, that we're going to talk about. It is what here. it is, the DCEU. As we kind of bury <laughs> the DCEU as we are one movie away, right? Uh, Aquaman 2. Um, somebody might want to tell WB because they haven't even put out a trailer. <laughs> well, it's so dead that Lucy, Lucifer Morningstar is collecting souls, okay? The DCEU is done. Lucifer's ready for them. That's all I gotta say. Like, I just don't know what what you want from the DCEU right now. In fact, if Aquaman 2 didn't exist, I'd be in a better headspace. I'd be in a better headspace because I could just move on. I just want to move on. I'm like, stop bugging me. I'm like, dude, I don't want to I think that's hear why that. they're still releasing it. Nope. So what I mean by that is they moved Dune to, to March. And they've mm-hmm. said in, in that stuff, like the, the trades have said, Aquaman 2 is still projected to come out in December, even if the strikes continue. Look, you don't want to delay. You want to get it well, over Yeah, they want to get it over with. So that way, I don't think they want to release it in 2024, right? Because 2024 is that break year for them before 2025 mm-hmm. when Superman Legacy kicks off the new DCU. So I think for them, because all you got is Joker, push it out this Joker year, too. and say bye bye, and uh, not have to worry about any of that next year. I totally see that. Uh, plus, also they still have a good release date. Christmas, Christmas might drive it to do well. Mm-hmm. It's when it did well the first time. I'm almost afraid that it'll do well, though. Like, I kind of want it to just be another middling DC movie. I'm fine if it like, does well. So too, we can I don't just. Want, I, don't, I just don't want all of the people to always be looking at box office poison of DC. No, I understand. But, like, so if it does well, then it's like. So Jason Momoa is not going to switch to a different character. I don't think James We're gonna, is going to let that, uh, that whole... decide it at all. I hope not. I hope David Zasloff doesn't decide that and be force his hand there, because I'd like to think that James has autonomous control, but I do not trust anything with a W and a B next to it. Like it's just. No. I think Zaslav will let, let him do whatever. Let James cook. 
Hashtag yeah. James Gunn. Did you see any of this James Gunn Facebook stuff? Did you see any of this? No, I didn't. Okay, so I'm going to share it because I think it's interesting and I think it's funny that people are so pressed about it, I guess. Um, somebody decided to find his personal Facebook and scroll back 11 years. Oh, that'll be great. Uh, and they found, I mean, nothing real damaging. Uh, it was his opinions on Michael Keaton, Batman. And, uh, that was, that was really all it was, was his opinions on Michael Keaton, Batman. And, uh, I guess Christian Bale, Batman and, and all that stuff. But people are freaking out because they're like, well, this is the head of DC uh, Studios or whatever. And last time I checked, Michael Keaton just got his exit ticket and Christian Bale's not interested. So I don't think it matters. All right. So this is apparently from 11 years ago before he even worked for Marvel, before he was even a big director. Uh his thoughts here. The Tim Burton Batman is poorly written. The soundtrack is the worst work of everyone involved and is absolutely one of the most boring films ever. Not only that, but the reveal of the Joker as the killer of Bruce Wayne's parents spits in the face of Batman's origin and is the nullification of the bottomless thirst for vengeance that necessarily drives Batman. It pretends not to be campy, but it completely is so. And on top of everything, the dark creature of the night can't even move his effing neck. Give me a effing break. It is ridiculous, awful film. Burton's Planet of the Apes is genius in comparison. <laughs> he's commentating. He's commenting on somebody else's post on this 11 years ago. To, to be fair, he can't move his effing neck. To be fair, <laughs> it was kind of campy, but it acted like it wasn't. And also, to be fair, the Joe Chill erasure is not cool. I, I do have respect for Batman 89, but there were some issues that he kind of hit on. I, I disagree with it being an awful film, but let's not act like it was the Batman or the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, so this is also before uh, the Dark Knight Rises came out. So here are some quotes too. Keaton... I guess he's responding to somebody saying Keaton did not have a ridiculous voice. He says Keaton did have a ridiculous voice that said, I'd rather put up with a ridiculous voice than with horrible action sequences and acting barely worth of the Batman TV show. I have no idea how you can think that the Burton film has more similarities with more or Miller's Batman than Nolan's does. And listen, I have problems with both of Nolan's films. I don't think either one is a classic. So he's on my side here with, with the Dark Knight, right? And I, All right, that's just wrong. <laughs> I don't even think that Batman Begins is good, but there are far superior to the first Batman. None of your defenses get by the fact that despite being the first cinematic dark take on Batman, the movie is awful. Uh, so, look, a lot of people got really rubbed the wrong way by that. But what I say is let people have opinions. I mean, I love that we can look back at some of his opinions and just see what they, what they were at that time. I, I still love James Gunn and I always will, but the begins thing is, you know, I, no, I look, do I like that take? No, I don't like that take. Do I think it's disqualifying in any way to him running DC studios? Absolutely not. I think it's really easy to overreact to it. And you know what? I don't agree with every every person that I like. You know, we've disagreed. And guess what? We're fine. Um, right. And I don't think you're any less of a DC fan than me because you have different sensibilities when it comes to a certain movie that is a masterpiece. Um, <laughs> but no, but seriously, it all, tongue and cheek aside, I, I really do think that you're allowed to like certain things and go about things a different way. And I'd love to see Batman attacked in a different way. Cause one of the things I said about the Batman is it's everything we didn't get in all the other movies. And you know what, if he's leaning more towards a, you know, a Matt Reeves kind of a Batman, I'm okay with that in the first place. 
I think he's going to lean the opposite way, but uh, also opinion opinions can change too. He may not feel this way as he did 11 years ago, right? Like, I mean, that happened. You didn't you didn't get the internet memo. Once you say something, you're stuck with it for the rest of your life. You, that's not how the internet works. Reality short, internet now, man. Yeah, I mean, this is around the same time he was making the jokes that got him fired from Marvel. So, I mean, like, he, he could have... So, you're saying him. he showed personal growth in this time and also had the greatest superhero trilogy of all time with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm sorry, it's the greatest trilogy. It just is. It's up there. I mean, for me, it's the greatest trilogy because it stuck the landing on the third one. And the other two that I would consider did not stick the landing that way. Um, I'd almost consider Captain America the trilogy, but I don't consider it a Captain America trilogy because that's an Avengers movie. Sorry. Whole other conversation. That's a Captain America movie. Uh, we don't have to get into it, but I mean, it's focused around him uh, and his ideals on, on all that stuff of Civil War. So I, I think that's fine. Uh, it just has cameos by the other heroes or supporting roles. Uh, Very strong supporting. Yeah, I mean, to me, it kind of reminds me of No Way Home uh, in the sense of like they're they're supporting characters in Peter's story the same way that they're supporting characters in Steve's uh, story um, with Iron Man being the antagonist of the movie. Um, but yeah, but the point is, James Gunn made a good trilogy. <laughs> he did. Yes. And I think. I, again, like his opinions could change. I, I've, you know, this people were asking him for him to be fired again and all this because of this. So I just wanted to. They want to fire him because he doesn't think Michael Keaton <laughs> could move his deck? No, because they didn't like, think what? it was a good movie. Um, oh, yeah, no. See, that's just dumb. That, that, that is just dumb. So what if he, what, what if he said something about about Batman versus Superman? Would the internet completely blow up? What if he had said something good about BVS? Oh, Would the God. Snyder fans change their ways? They would have said it was AI generated. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring it up because it, apparently, you know, people were trying to say it was fake because it's not the same as his public profile. This is his private profile that, like, people went back and found from 11 years ago. Uh I don't know like, why you. How pressed do you have far. to be? How pressed do you have to be to dig this up? I know. Like you're like, oh, like what kind of Snyder cultist do you have to be dwelling in a basement that's never seen light? You got mason jars full of pee. You're like you're just like, what are you doing? I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, but you know, I guess it is what it is. Uh, so I guess we can move on to our DCEU. Um, so I don't know how you really want to do this. So I'm going to let you kind of steer the wheel if you want on what we kind of want to cover on our, I don't know, morning of the DC. All right. So I want to, I want to start with a bad first so we can leave with a good ranking. So we're going to rank our, we're going to rank our DCEU. But we're going to start backwards and go forwards because that way we can leave it with a celebration of life. Okay. Because I I have a feeling this is going to break my heart because there's parts of the DCU I feel very strongly about and I love. I have a feeling just the burying it. Look, when Henry Cavill was announced as coming back, and you know we thought that that was happening, I was very emotional because I thought we were gonna. I was like, I thought that was the direction we were gonna go, and I, I said, you know, there was part of me that's like, oh yeah, I didn't want a whole reboot, and then James Gunn's plan really revitalized me, but I, the we're not happy that the DCU is dead. It just is what it is. Well, yeah, I, I, what I would say with that is I was excited for the Henry Cavill news. I think I did an episode on it uh, a while ago. But at that point, I just wanted more Superman movies. We had had none. So then when it comes out that Gunn is doing his own thing and making a Superman movie, I preferred that because guess what? I like James Gunn more than I like Henry Cavill as Superman. You know, So for me, I want to see his take after I've seen him do guardians and the suicide squad, I want to see his mm -hmm. take on Superman. So for me, that 
that made it kind of feel like, oh, okay, we lose Cavill, but we get Gun. I'm fine with that. You know what? You know what got me on the Gun train with Superman is I I like Tyler Hecklin more than I like Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, different takes on Superman. This is stuff that I wish was in Henry Cavill's version, and I was like, okay, let's just redo Superman. Let's just redo it, and you know, David Cornsweet. It's got me really excited just because the the potential, the ceiling that he has as a Superman. So a fresh start with Superman is really exciting. But uh, Henry Cavill is always going to have a place in my heart. I think Henry Cavill is the most dicked around actor in Hollywood. But I think we need to stop blaming James Gunn for that because he's nothing to do with it. Yeah, I mean, he was dicked around before Gunn even took over, so... Mm-hmm. And I can understand, it was spoiled. I can understand it was spoiled Gunn's point of view too here. Because remember, he was hired for this movie before he even became the CEO. And then they were also going to develop another Superman movie while he's writing this one. I would have been pissed. And that's what he means when he mm-hmm. says they were giving out IP to anybody that looked at them nicely. You know, because mm-hmm. he was working on a Superman movie. They were getting Henry Cavill for a Superman movie. They're working on the J.J. Abrams you know, a uh, Superman mm-hmm. movie. Uh, so the priority was Superman, but they had no idea exactly. how to do it. And they came up with a direction. So we're going to rank the DCEU backwards. So I'm going to tell you my least favorite uh, DCEU entry is Suicide Squad. Not the Suicide Squad. Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, David Ayer's 2016. Um, and I don't know. Did you see what David Ayer said recently about this? Yes. Uh, he said that Hollywood is like watching somebody else, uh, someone you hate, something you love, someone you love sleep with someone you mm-hmm, hate. Mm-hmm. And you know how the the whole movie really hurt him. And he had a beautiful movie that was completely different than what we saw. And I'm a big haircut supporter, but Jared Leto's Joker never jived for me at all. Never jived for me at all. I thought he was too prevalent to the movie. I thought the movie was just one big uh, music video. It was like if it was like someone trying to do what James Gunn does without any knowledge of how how to do it. Um, It was really bad. Um, I thought Enchantress was done poorly and the third act was wacky. I, I thought the character development wasn't quite there. And it was just like, hey, look, Harley's sexy. Yeah, we know that. Uh, you didn't have to point that out. She would have been sexy whether you pointed it out or not. Um, I just I, I thought it was a money grab movie uh, that lacked soul. And I want to know if the soul was there, and I want to know if the, what what it would have been. So that's the bottom of the barrel for me. And by the way, I don't even consider Justice League part of the DCEU. I consider that. Just, oh, I have it on here. Just a joke. I have it on here. Okay, so it's tied with this. It's tied with Suicide Squad, basically. Okay. Those that is the epitome of where they went wrong, what ruined everything, because even after Batman versus Superman. If they would have just stayed the course and just kept going, they could have gotten where they needed to be. But that was when the meddling got with Justice League and Suicide Squad. That was where they lost. That's that's where it's all done. BVS might have caused it, but that's where they completely went off the rails. Yeah, I, I have Suicide Squad at the bottom, too. I don't really know what else to say about it other than like, I, I thought it was okay when I left the theater, but like, I didn't love it. Um, I don't even think I've watched it since the theater in 2016. I'm sad to admit that I have, I think I've, but seen, I've only seen it twice. I think I've seen clips on like TNT or something, but I haven't, haven't revisited it. And guess what? I actually like if David, if David Iyer gets to do his cut great because I, think just give people what they want but also i don't believe him that it's that different honestly i mean he's the Mm -hmm. one that made the decision about joker and stuff like i i can't see how it's any gonna be any better 
Honestly, I, I just don't. I think mm. it might be better in his head because it was his film. And I think for maybe his fans, it'll be better. But I think largely it's going to have the same bones and not be that great. Yeah. I hear you. I want to see it. I want to I want to have a opinion that's valid on it because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But you're probably right. Because I think somebody leaked a script anyway, and I don't think it was that great. But uh, all right, I guess I have 15 titles here. Mm-hmm. So that was 15 for me and 15 for you, also tied with Justice League, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so do you want to go with your number 14 or whatever's? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Wonder Woman 84. Okay, I have that um, as 13. I don't, I don't hate this movie. Most of the movies in the DCU I liked at least a little bit, or there were things I liked about it that got me through it. Wonder Woman 84 was a movie that I was just like, how do you go from the first one to this one? Like, where did you go? And like, Steve Trevor had a fantastic moment at the end of the Wonder Woman movie. That was, I actually think the third act of the first Wonder Woman movie isn't a problem at all. I like it. And I thought the lesson that Wonder Woman learns with Steve Trevor was good. So then, yeah, just bring him back. But bring him back in another person's body without anyone's consent. Really, really weird. You had the cheetah there. You had um, you had Maxwell Lord. And it was just like, what movie do you want? I wrote an essay once for a creative nonfiction class. And uh, the rough draft, the teacher said, you have three essays in here. You have to pick one. And that is exactly what I thought this movie draft needed to be uh, told. You have a couple movies in here. Pick a direction. Pick a way you want to go. The opening sequence with Themyscira is fantastic. It's fantastic. And then you get that wonky mall scene. And it's just like from there to me, it just they lost it lost the thread of what made Gal Gadot work. As Wonder Woman. So I think what they were trying to do with Steve Trevor, I think they were trying to do Peggy Carter 2.0. It failed. It did. But I think that's what they were trying to do. In the way of like, Steve had his happy ending with Peggy in Endgame. And I think they were trying to find a way to bring Steve Trevor back for, uh, you know, Diana's character um but yeah it got a little morally questionable when he's in somebody Mm -hmm. else's body um and i would assume that if they were doing wonder woman 3 they would have tried to bring him back again like i think they were trying to make that like the heart of the thing other than just him like sacrificing you know himself in in wonder Mm -hmm. woman 2017 but i have it as 13 so i'm going to give you my 14 here which is Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, if I have to go at the full title. You can just call it Birds of Prey. It's the stupidest title ever. Yeah, I didn't really care for this movie. I saw it in theaters. It was like right before COVID happened. And mm-hmm. I think the cast is great. I, I think the cast is great. I, it just... I don't think the script is. I don't think the film was good. Uh, I love this movie, so it's higher for me. But I get, I get that this movie was kind of a Birds of Prey movie that didn't feature the Birds of Prey enough. Yeah, I mean, there's some good moments and stuff, but ultimately, I left the movie thinking, "What was that?" Uh, mm-hmm. You know. And it's and I like Harley Quinn as a character, so I don't mind that. I'm I'm fine with like the messages in the movie of like you know girl power and stuff like that, but it just didn't land. I'm not really sure what it is mm-hmm. about it when I sit there. I haven't revisited it at all. But uh, yeah, what did I rate this one here? I gave it a. Uh, does it not say? On Letterbox, it's like three. It averages three. Oh, I gave it two and a half. So right around what they were giving it on Letterbox. 
I I thought it was a three out of five movie. Like it wasn't amazing, but it, I didn't think it was bad. Uh, I I I love the sandwich scene. I I want that sandwich so bad. Um, and I I think Harley had some really good scenes in there. I I thought the Huntress was kind of funny. That's Tara, um, and I I like you. Yeah, I, I I liked I liked you and McGregor's Black Mask too. So, um, the force was strong with this movie, you could say. Um, but the rollerblading uh, action packed end was great. the The reason that you can rank this one low for me is that's Cassandra Kane, one of yeah. the most badass women in comics, one of the lethal like. She could beat Batman in a fight in the comics. And you want me to believe that's Cassandra Kane? That's a disservice to that character that she may never recover from. Yeah, they could have just named him any named her anything, right? I mean, that's it I there's gotta be another character they could have I it was bad. To me, that was really bad. Um it's a little higher for me because I, I I thought it was funny. I thought it was charming, and I saw it with my mom, and my mom loved this movie. And it was, and I, you know, I it was the last movie I saw before COVID hit, and then I wasn't back until No Way Home. So back in the theater until No Way Home. So, um, yeah, I yeah, I, I saw this with both I my parents, and it was my second to last movie I saw before COVID, and. Uh, my theater did not jive with this movie at all. <laughs> like, uh, it was pretty dead atmosphere. Um, and, and the well, box I had a horrible atmosphere as well. I, I actually saw this uh, in a theater where there's people talking, Ooh. like in the middle of the theater, like just talking throughout the whole movie with their phones. It was they weren't engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they weren't going to be engaged with whatever movie they went to. Um, I'll say this: it's better than the Venom movies. <laughs> <laughs> I have not enjoyed the, those. Okay. I have not enjoyed those. Okay, so you're uh, just let us know when you get to where you would put Birds of Prey when we get there. Okay. All right, that's uh, fine. Cool. So I guess give me your uh, your next one, number thirteen, which is where my Wonder Woman eighty four was. All right, so for me, this is where Black Adam lies. Um, I didn't hate Black Adam. Again, I don't really hate any of these movies except for Suicide Squad and Justice League. Um. Black Adam to me is a movie that is cookie cutter superhero to the point where I think The Rock was just like, let's take a little bit of everything that people like and has no heart and was just, there was things I liked about this movie. I liked the kid. I loved the kid. I know that was the most complained about part of the movie, but it was my favorite part of the movie. Um, but I just, the more I sit with this movie, the less I like it. And that cameo now, knowing how it worked out at the end, the end credit scene, it kind of pisses me off now. Kind of pisses me off. So I have a sour taste mm-hmm. in my mouth because of rock, the rock and how he handled it. And let me tell you, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe did not change at all. It kind of did. Uh, it made more than what the flash and blue beetle and Shazam fury of the gods is making. So I think the rock did have some draw there. I have this fourth, by the way, I really did enjoy black Adam. Um, I didn't hate it. I, uh, I just, I, I, I love Dr. Fate in this movie. He's one of my favorite characters. I liked seeing the Pierce Brosnan. I'm a huge fan of, and he was the best part of the movie by a long I liked shot. The, Him and the I liked the end credit scene because, uh, even with what happened to it now, cause in my head, it continues. Whatever. Uh, I don't need it to lead into anything. I think it's fine. Um, but yeah, I have it fourth. So that'll tell you where the rest of these things uh, maybe pile mm-hmm. up here. Because what did I rank mm-hmm. Black Adam here? I have it as a four out of five stars. I might lower that at some point. But uh, again, I haven't revisited it since theaters either. So a lot of these I, movies... the the more I sit with this, the more I sit with Black Adam, the more I think it had underserviced characters. Its plot was pretty half baked, and it was just generic. If we're going to complain that Blue Beetle, Shazam Fury of the Gods was cookie cutter generic and didn't give you anything exciting, 
Black Adam did the same exact thing, just had the rock. Pierce Brosnan is my one of my favorite actors of all time. He was the best part of the movie. Yeah. Like his Captain Fate. And then they killed him off. And I was like, I would almost have loved for this to not exist so we could cast him in the DCU. Now, I think they'll just maybe cast somebody younger if they're going to do Dr. Fate. Uh, I'm telling you, I love Pierce Brosnan. He was great. Yeah, he was good in it. Um, Okay, so that was your number 13. Mine was Wonder Woman 84. Mm -hmm. I'll go with my number 12, since this is one you already talked about. I have Justice League here at number 12. Um, I just remember enjoying it in the theater. Um, Not like a lot, but like enough. Like, if I didn't know the other version existed, my opinions of this would be a lot I shifted. gave it three stars. Uh, but it is number 12 on my list, and I like that I have a version of this that's not rated R, that if I want to show a Justice League film to my kids at some point, I can I can do that. Um, so give me your number uh, 12. Just turn it. Just turn it off before the reach around thing. You're good. Um, I don't know. Uh, Wonder Woman like cuts off somebody's head, doesn't she? I think we're. It would. I I, I think they see worse in Super. Uh, I don't think so. Um. Okay. So for me, this is where Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Would okay, be. mine's number ten for um, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I uh, look. It's not a bad movie. I I didn't necessarily love uh, Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren in this as the villains. Yeah, they're not um, great. I, I, I thought Zachary Levi. You know, I defended this movie a lot, but Zachary Levi and uh, Asher Angel do act completely different, and it it is hard for the general audience to really jive with this movie. Just didn't get the stamp of approval that the first one did. I actually think it has as much heart as the first one, and I like this movie. The Skittles. Uh, Taste the rainbow, motherfucker. Best line in a fucking superhero movie. I love it. Um, so I enjoy this movie. I've watched it multiple times, twice. I have. I watched it twice in theaters. I still haven't watched it on home release, um, or HBO Max. But you know, it's a solid, entertaining. You know, I think the third act is actually the best part of the movie, which is weird because a lot of these lower ranked movies, that's where it kind of went went astray. But Shazam Fury of the Gods is just, it's all right. It's good. It's, there's nothing amazing about it, and there's nothing bad about it. It's, it's palatable. So I have it as number 10 here. Uh, it's, uh, we talked about it on the review, so if people want to go back and find it on the review. Mm-hmm. Again, and I'll, I'll defend Zachary Levi here again, because, if that's not the way that they wanted him to play it, then they should have directed him differently. Um, I don't yeah. blame Asher or Zach for how they're performing the character. If, if the, if that's how they're being directed, that's how they're going to be directed. Right? Like I'm sure they did multiple takes and you know, uh, I think we're supposed to believe that when he is Shazam, that he is just letting himself be more childish, but yeah, it is, it's a little jarring, but again, I put that on. I put that on the director, Sandberg. Sandberg, yeah. I, I I will say this. I love the bridge scene. I love the Philadelphia fiasco mm-hmm. thing, and I love the pen bit. The, the Steve the pen. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Um, just hilarious. Who wants a Gatorade? Helen Barrett. Really, what is this Gatorade? I it's just perfect. Is it a weapon? Just, I love that. That was great. Fantastic. And maybe I defend Zachary Levi a bit more than other people because I have seen him in other stuff. I've seen him in Chuck. You know, Mm -hmm. Chuck is one of my favorite shows, and he had range, and he did not act like this. So I I would assume that is how they told him to do it. So I... I think Zachary Levi is very annoyed at how everything is shaking down in his career, and I don't think it's necessarily fair to him. But I will tell you this right now. You're thinking, oh, you, they're defending these movies and they're like ranked pretty low. Yeah, it's because we like the DC brand in general. We like DC stuff. Um, shocking news, it's a DC podcast. But I I don't hate any of these movies outside the real bottom of the bottom. I wouldn't even say I hate any of these. It's just like like I don't have the burning passion of hate. I just don't watch them if I don't want if I don't 
Yeah, I just I just don't put on suicide. I still buy them to have the collection, but I do Mm -hmm. not watch them. Uh, so I hear you. I guess I'll go back to number eleven, and I have Aquaman here. Uh. I think okay. the last one you gave was 12 for Shazam. So you'll have to give your 11 as well, but I have Aquaman here. Mm-hmm. Look, I've watched it for the first time earlier this year. I think it was, and it was, it was all right. I, I thought it was okay. I have it as three stars. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think at times it was, good and there was some times where i was like this is all right <laughs> so i have it as 11 which is above just a justice league but below fury of the gods okay that's fair uh, are we uh putting blue beetle on this list? i have it on here yeah okay so my next would probably uh my next would probably be blue beetle okay. um because after this point i really love every movie i really do um blue beetle is down this far on the list because Susan Sarandon was not a great villain and they didn't give me that backstory of the other character who was the villain of this um, until the very end. Uh, I love this movie. I enjoyed it. I, I love every movie on this list to this point, for this point on. I really enjoyed Blue Beetle. I thought it was fun. I thought it was, you know, a great origin story. The action, it looked beautiful but it was generic it was it was pretty basic superhero stuff so i can't put it above an aquaman a world that i got completely mesmerized in it i can't put it above wonder woman or man of steel um so you know i it's at that point where i gotta say blue beetle so i have blue beetle at eight which is uh, two above Fury of the Gods. You know, we just talked about it last week. You can go back and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, or two weeks ago. It was, I liked it. Thought it was good. I have it as a uh, three and a half stars and I enjoyed my time with it. But yeah, it just feels like a normal origin story thing that we've kind of become accustomed to. And uh, it was fun. The family is the heart. Kind of reminds me of Shazam. Mm-hmm. The grandma thing, is fantastic. Yeah. The grandma is the coolest character ever. But and George Lopez was funny in it. I, I, I give it an eight out of ten. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, there's not a movie on this list that I don't like from this point on. Okay, so, so that was your number ten, so or eleven, one of those. So just give mm-hmm. me the one that's next, uh, highest. All right, this one's gonna piss some people off. Can't wait. Batman versus Superman. All right. All right. That's and, number nine for me. So we're kind of in the same look, range. I, uh, this is a movie that when I walked out of the movie theater the first time, I literally walked out and I didn't know how I felt. And I hated that feeling. And it gnawed at me. And when the director's cut came out, the ultimate edition came out, and I watched it for the second time, a little after, a couple of years later, actually. I, I was like, damn, I like this movie. I didn't think I liked this movie. And then I've watched this movie four times. Uh, actually, probably five times. I've watched this movie five times, I think. And every time I gain a little more appreciation. But I do not believe that a movie should require five viewings to appreciate. Um, I do not believe that a plot should be this convoluted. And I do not believe that just because you gave me an incredible fight between Batman and Superman, and just because the issue with you line is fantastic, um, this is a great movie. I enjoy this movie. I appreciate this movie. But let's not act like it wasn't a problem for the general audience. Let not, let's not act like they didn't even... They did not test this movie, and they got surprised by the results. Because this movie... Is my mom is a very big fan of these movies. She doesn't like this one. She just she she gets lost in it. She doesn't get the point. I try to explain the thread, and she's just like it. Just it seems stupid. And to be perfectly fair, if you're not paying attention, you miss one small detail on this. You miss the whole movie, and that's not fair to the viewer to me. Um. 
Zack Snyder's movies are always better in retrospective. But that's also a problem. So I enjoy Ben Affleck Batman more than 99% of people. And I love Henry Cavill. This movie wasn't what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I have it number nine. I gave it three out of five stars. Um, I walked out of it thinking like, because I, I only went because I heard the, the the bad reviews, all right? I went, I was like, I got to see if this is really that bad. Plus, I was playing Arkham Knight a lot, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. in a Batman fix, I was like, this is the only Batman movie out. Let's go. I hear you on that it. one. I hear you on that. So we yeah. go see it, me and my mom. We walk out, we're like, yeah, it's not as bad as people say. But look, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg as Lex. That's strike one. It's horrible. Okay. Yeah. Strike two is kryptonite suit Batman, whatever. I don't I don't like that. Okay. Oh, I like that uh, part. That part's awesome. I, I I don't mind seeing them fight, but I mean like I don't I don't know. It's just like the way he the way he is, like, do you bleed? I don't know. All that kind of stuff. You um, will. Yeah. Lame. And then we go to <laughs> Strike three, I think, which is they kill Superman off in this. And you know he's not actually dead. But in the second movie we get with Henry Cavill Superman, he's dead. And that sucks for me. How to kill a brand in two movies. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And also you have like, uh, I'll say the best part of this movie is the warehouse fight. That's it. Oh, it's it's so good. And the warehouse fight and this fight with Superman. And yeah, there's parts of this movie I freaking love. And by the way. The Alfred that we get in the DCEU, one of my favorite Alfreds. I love him. Um, but uh, Mr. Irons is fantastic. But um, no, dude, this movie is not it. And if you appreciated it more, because I, I think there's a lot of people like me who appreciate it more after multiple Well, what viewings. I'll also say here, this might piss people off, Chris, is I don't think mm-hmm. the ultimate cut's much better. Um it gives you context, but it doesn't change. Yeah, it gives you context. It doesn't change the movie. Yeah. People are like, well, you got to watch the ultimate cut. Like, honestly, if you don't watch the ultimate cut, it's fun. I prefer the ultimate cut, but let's be honest. If you don't like this movie, it's just 40 it's, extra yeah, minutes gonna of this movie. It's not going to make it any better for you. It's not. And it might actually make people more confused because they have to follow it for longer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I forget what number that was for me, but yeah, that's where it goes. Okay. Yeah, I think that was your 10, my 9. Uh, okay, that's, we're pretty f- yeah, even yeah. on that one. All right, so let's go ahead and just give me your next one. All right, so this is getting hard for me because I love these movies. Um, My next one you know, I'm going to have to go Aquaman here. Okay. I, I, I like Aquaman a lot. I get lost in the world. I um, it's unfortunate that Amber Heard had all the drama that we we're gonna talk about that with Aquaman too, but the movie was fantastic, and I thought Jason Momoa brought life to Aquaman. I liked what they did with him and his dad. I liked when he finds his mom. I like the when he's in the traditional orange suit and he gets a trident. I thought the um the war with Orm was fantastic. There's a lot about this movie that I like. And I think I got lost in the visuals and the excitement of it. I think it could have been written better. And I think Jason Momoa is a bit much sometimes. But I enjoy this. And it's a comfort movie. I've watched this. Look, if I'm sick, I need something to watch when I'm sick at home or something. I remember one time I was... I was having a real problem. I had a car troubles. Um, I was a day off. I was overstressed. I baked chop- chocolate chip cookies and I watched Aquaman. And it cured me, man. I, I love this movie, but I'm not going to act like it's a perfect movie. There's some problems with it. I think it could have been written better, but Black Manta was awesome in this. So much I like about this. This is I got lost of this, but the movies I have above the above this are better. So I had that as eleven. So my next after BVS was Blue Beetle, which you've already said. So just uh, give me your next one then. Birds of Prey. All right, cool. So this is where Birds of Prey would go. Uh, 
And, and look, we've already talked about it. I just, I enjoyed it. I, I had a blast with it, and I, I thought the characters were cool. Um, if it wasn't for Cassandra Cain, might be higher. I really, I just, I laughed a lot in this movie. I enjoyed it. Do you know how many? It do you know how me. many more we have? I think we should each have seven left. That sounds about right. Or maybe six left. Okay, so uh, I'll go next. Not my number seven here is Wonder Woman. Um, that seems pretty low for Wonder Woman. Yeah, I mean, look I, again. I've only seen this one once. I saw it in theaters. I enjoyed it. I think it's fine. What do I have this as? I have it as a four stars out of five. I don't know. I'm not crazy. I th- I know we kind of covered this recently. I'm not crazy about Ga- mm. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman anyway. So yeah, I think we're different on that because I think she's perfect for the role. Yeah, I mean the fish out of water stuff's funny. You know when she's in mm-hmm. London and stuff and all that. But where's the sword go? What's yeah, the- <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I don't stuff. know. I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. I think it's good, but it's. It's not like in my top anything, really. So there you go. Uh, what what would be next mm-hmm. for you? Shazam one, um, okay. a movie that I think has a lot of hearts, a movie that is funny, a movie that is actually a rarity in the DC EU. Both my parents enjoyed. Um, I saw this with my dad in theaters, and he he was like, "Damn, I, I like that." I was surprised because I didn't think he was gonna. Uh, I liked Shazam 1. I thought the family aspect, the found family um, stuff. I thought Savannah was a great bad guy. I thought that was one of the better acting performances in the DCEU. And I love Freddy. I love Freddy so much. So Shazam would be my next movie. Again, I think it's better than Fury of the Gods. But I think Fury of the Gods gets a little more crap. I just think the villain was so much better for Shazam one than it was for two. That's the big separator for me. I have Shazam as number three on my list. This is one of my favorites. Um, For a while, it was my favorite of the DC films. This is the one that kind of got my wife on board with this. She's, she does not like going to see DC films and uh, they're not her style. Shazam. She loved. She loved Shazam a lot. Um, she liked Fury of the Gods as well. It's, it's such a good family film. Yeah, it just, yeah. It's so good for everybody. It's a four-quadrant film. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's number three for me. Um, so I'll go number six for me was Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's higher. <laughs> higher. This thing is overly long. Um, it is, and it's fantastic. I want more. The aspect ratio kills me as well. Uh, we don't have televisions that are tube televisions anymore. We don't need four three. I get that, but it's gorgeous. Ratio. We do not need four it's three gorgeous. aspect ratio. Have you watched the Justice is Gray version? No, I don't want to watch it in black and white. It took me forever to watch it in color. I'm not. I'm not going back to watch it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen I've seen the Justice Gray twice. I, I, I've seen I this movie um, once, and it took me like three days. Okay, I, I I was obsessed with it. Like the week it came out, I basically just watched it. Um, I think it's a little again. I, I'm not like I I rated it four out of five stars. So again, everybody just grain of salt. Calm down. But, we're DC fans, so these movies, even if they're ranked low, they're we like them. It's just that. I'm not crazy about it being rated R. I don't think it needed to be. I think Zack Snyder is just like, I'll do what I uh, want. And I don't. The epilogue knocked it down. For I me don't like it. the epilogue at all. You knew. It's horrible. I hate, Zach, I hate you that. You you were getting yeah. one of these. Uh, just mm-hmm. wrap it up. I agree. I agree with I that part. I think the Martian Manhunter scene where it's Martha is dumb. Oh, I like that part. I, I just think it's lame. I, I think it fit better when it was Martha and not. You know, her reaching out to Lois after, you know, like that stuff that felt nice. And then you're like, nope, never mind. It was John Jones. <laughs> so those are like my biggest complaints with it. Um, but really, I can't ever, I, I feel like I can't revisit it right now with the aspect ratio. I wish they had two versions. Give me 16 by nine, you know, 69 aspect ratio and give me four, three. Yeah, I get it. I, I understand Make your complaints. Short. I think they're valid. 
I think they're I think they're valid. But I, I after what Zack Snyder went through, especially after he steps away after his daughter died tragically, and he made a uh, comp, uh, compromise free film. He he could and he did, and I respect that. I I think it's a great film. Um, I think it. I think this film validates and improves Batman versus versus Superman. Uh, I think this movie is the completion of an arc for uh, Batfleck, and I. I, I just think it's I think it's near, nearly perfect. The epilogue really knocks it down a bit, but we'll get there. I it, it's going to be high on my list. Just let me know. All right, uh, you want to give me your next one after Shazam, then? Yeah. So my next one after or above Shazam. Oh uh, yeah, my next one before Shazam would be Man of Steel. That's my next one after and, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So we're Okay. Yeah, we're around the same. So, so Man of Steel is another Zack Snyder movie that I liked the second and third time I watched it more than the first time. Uh, it is a movie that I've watched probably five or six times. I I keep feeling like I keep finding things in it that I didn't get the first time. But why am I not getting them the first time? Why am I digging through these movies and? It's almost like I'm trying to defend the DCEU. And now that that's over, I care about that a little less. Look, Man of Steel is a good movie, but let's not act like the Amy Adams-Lois Lane got any time to develop a romantic relationship with this version of Clark. I I, I think it's a, a rushed aspect of the story. I think that... Superman and Lois shows you that you needed more Clark than you got in Man of Steel. And like the first time Amy Adams sees him as Lois Lane, he's Kal-El. He's not Clark. So I don't know, man. I like this movie. I think Zod is amazing in this. I thought all the Kryptonian stuff was cool. It's my favorite version of Krypton blowing up and all the things that go along with that. I think the acting is incredible. I think it's beautiful. But I got some issues. Uh, yeah, I have, you know, we kind of just covered it a couple months ago for the 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Where So if people want to hear our deepest thoughts on it, there you go. But I, I do agree with you that you need more Clark. Clark is the heart of the character. Clark is who he yep. is. Clark is who he was raised as. Not Kal-El, not... Uh, you know that, and we get Clark being Clark at the very end, and uh, that's Zack Snyder didn't give you any Clark. He just he wasn't a Clark guy. He was into it for Superman, briefly, and I think that's the wrong briefly angle. Briefly in BVS, when he goes to meet Bruce and and stuff, right? Like that's it. Like that's yeah. all you get. Uh, because even in Justice League, he comes back, and he's immediately Superman again, and and that's what knocks mm-hmm. down that whole like why I don't care about us not getting more. Henry Cavill Superman is because it's just it's just Superman. But I want well, he was a great Superman, but we didn't get a chance to fall in love with his Clark. Yes, and that should be the introduction. Clark should be who who you are invested in. It's also not Henry Cavill's fault. And I think as a guy who loves Zack Snyder's work and defends it more than anyone should. Oh, sorry, I do. Uh. I I think we need to blame Zack Snyder for Henry Cavill not working out as much as Henry Cavill, uh, if not more. He, he did not help. That's him. the main fault. People people don't not like this Superman because of Henry Cavill. They don't like him because he's not Superman. And what I mean is that he's not the jovial, happy, kind Superman that we're used to. He's presented as a guy. He's presented as a Christ-like figure. All right, let's just say he knocks a, he, he flies by and knocks the kid's hat off with the wind. He's not picking it up and saying, hey, thanks. My, nice suit. Yeah, hey, my yeah. mom made it for you. That's not happening with a Superman. It's just not happening. You, although, no, instead he would say, one thing my, I will, my dad gave me this suit. Uh, it was pre-made. It for was a in reason. the ship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was put here for a reason. Right. 
It wasn't to give you your hat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, even um, when he saves but, the people in BVS, mm-hmm. right? In, in Mexico. He looks, like, upset. He doesn't look like he's happy saving lives. It's it's weird. Like, Superman's smile. Like, exactly. Su- there's a couple characters in comics that should always smile. Nightwing, Superman, Barry Allen, or Wally West. Barry, like, well, Wally, Wally for, sure. for sure. Wally for sure. Um, Barry Allen's kind of sometimes got to stick yeah, up yeah. his ass, but uh, uh but uh, and I'm a Barry fan, but yeah, but yeah, for sure. I, yeah. Well, I think we've hit on Man, Man of yeah, Steel. Yeah, don't it, have to spend There's things of it I love, but... Okay, uh, so my okay. Man of Steel was at five. Then I had Black Adam, four, Shazam, three. So I only have two more movies I have to talk about. How many do you have left? I don't know, because you're better at keeping track of that than me. So I still have Wonder Woman, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, I think that might be and We kind of talked about them. Oh, and the Suicide Squad. And The Flash. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to add anything to your Wonder Woman and Justice League uh, at all? No, I... I, um, I, Wonder Woman, to me, would probably be three on my list. Um, I I love it, but I, I... don't think it's the most rewatchable movie. I think it's it's, it's not. a movie it's, that I really that's its biggest drawback. Um, and I've seen it three times, and the third time was like, you know, I didn't really need to see it a third time, to be honest with you. Um, my uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League would be two. Uh, no, and uh, my four. I think my four is the Suicide okay. Squad. Uh, so we can talk about that because I know you have that pretty. Yeah, high. that's my number one. Uh, that is the yeah. one that I had the most blast in with theaters. It is the one that I rewatch. It led to Peacemaker, which is another one of my favorites that we're not ranking on here because it's not really a movie. But I love this movie. It is pure James Gunn. The soundtrack's amazing. I love seeing these characters. The heart that we get with a character called rat catcher two is amazing. I grew up listening to the soundtrack where, you know, she's, you know, with her dad and, uh, you know, when, when that's one of the best scenes in superhero it's movies, really it's great. really it just good. shows that James Gunn knows how to do this stuff, man. But this mm-hmm. is my only film that is five out of five stars on the list. Uh, this is, this is the okay. pinnacle of the DCEU for me. And why I'm so confident and glad that he's in charge. And to your to your point, it's the least DCEU movie of yes, the DCEU. Yes, it is. Yeah. It really is. Um, so for me, this is for Wonder Woman is three. Um, we've talked about that. Zack Snyder's Justice League is two. And I'm going to piss off a lot of fucking people. But there's one left. Yeah, for me, <laughs> it's, it's, the Flash. For me it's number two. This is your number one. Uh, look, I love this movie. This movie was made for me, and I don't care. Okay, where I am in life, Barry having to realize that there are some things that you can't fix, and letting go of things you can't control, and uh, he, talking to his former self, and thinking his former self is annoying. Where I am in my life, going through the biggest change of my life, going back to school, um, starting to working on becoming a substitute teacher, going to school with the mind of being a teacher so I can help people um, in their adolescence. To where I am in my life, this movie was everything to me. It hit me to my core. And I'm a Flash fan, guys. If you haven't noticed, I like Barry Allen. I like Flash. I like Speed Force. I thought, I, I know a lot of people thought it looked weird. I thought it was pretty cool. The baby scene? Yes. I loved him going. I loved the fact that it was a Justice League movie. You had Wonder Woman and Batman. He's like, I know I'm the janitor of the DC. Uh, I know the janitor of the Justice League, but why is it always a Batman? It was funny. I liked everything about this movie. I, there's, I have no complaints. And it sucks. It sucks that this movie isn't beloved because it was good. It wasn't perfect, but it was good. Yeah, I have it as four out of five. Uh... I really enjoyed it too. I can see why people don't 
But I think it's I think it's enjoyable. I've seen it twice in uh in theaters. Um you know, I I just bought it on Blu-ray, which I have not currently revisited. The cameos are the worst part of the movie and that's what gets the most internet attention. Yeah, and I I think they're even fine. I can understand why people don't I wanted some Grant. I wanted just a, like a shot of Grant. The bar was so low. I just needed a little Grant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but you know what? I needed a little Grant. I'm I'm kind of fine with it because Grant played the character for ten years. Who even knows if he'd want to come back for this? Yeah. We don't need to force that kind of stuff in here. And I'm at the point of, at this point. Chris, I was already kind. Of, we already kind of knew, you know, the writings on the wall. This is one of the last films. I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, we'll be mm-hmm. moving on. I'm sure Grant will get if he ever wants to come back. He'll probably get a chance ten years from now if he wants. Uh, like the same way that John Wesley Ship was able to get. Honestly, I would love if an old, crusted up Grant Gustin became Jake Care. He's got a while to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But like, wouldn't that be cool if like we're ta- we're doing an Elseworlds DC fan podcast? We're both sixty years old, <laughs> and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, John Wesley Ship in spirit, Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin with the spirit of John Wesley Ship is Jay Garrick. What? I yes, um, I, I that would be cool. So, you know, I have that as number two, uh, but I will say... I just threatened I just threatened 60 years of podcasting. <laughs> so Jordan's like running away from here right now. But both of these <laughs> DC movies that came out this year are on the bottom of my rankings of movies released this year. I felt like I've had a lot of strong films that I've really enjoyed uh, in theaters. Like the movies I've seen in theaters, I have Guardians three rank one, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse rank two, Fair. Mission Impossible Fair. rank three, Indiana Fair. Jones ranked four. I didn't see it, so I, I don't have an Quantum Mania rank five, and then I have Flash and Blue Beetle. Flash is better than Quantum Mania. No Blue Beetle not so much. <laughs> Quantum Mania is better than Blue Beetle. Uh, but yeah, so that that's my rankings on that. So let me just read my list one through 15 again, and then you mm-hmm. can do that as well. Cool. Um, so I had number one, the suicide squad. Two is the flash. Three is Shazam. Four is black Adam. Five is man of steel. Six is Zack Snyder's justice league. Wonder woman is seven. Eight is blue beetle. Nine is BVS. 10 is Shazam fury of the gods. 11 is Aquaman. 12 is justice league. 13 is wonder woman. 84. 14 is Birds of Prey, and 15 is Suicide Squad. Nice. So number one is Flash for me. Number two is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wonder Woman is three. The Suicide Squad is four. I think I had Shazam as five. I think so. And then Aquaman is six. Um... Birds of Prey at seven, I think? Somewhere around there. Yeah, uh, I'm bad at this. Um, I should have written this down. Uh, Let's see. Eight was either BVS or, or... I think eight was BVS. Nine was... No, eight was Blue Beetle. Nine was BVS. Then it was, then it was Shazam: Fury of the Gods, Black Adam, Wonder Woman eighty four, The Suicide Squad, and yep. Justice League. Uh, it it's weird when you like I'm like <laughs> my memory is like long term memory fantastic, yeah, yeah. short term memory, and I didn't prepare for this at all because I kind of wanted to know what my unprepared thoughts mm-hmm. were on it. Like I wanted to know what I felt deep down in my heart. Cause I think a lot of times we overthink of it. And we, we, we give the answers. We think people want to hear. I just wanted an unfiltered post-mortem yep. ranking of the DCEU. I wanted my honest opinion. What would come to the surface? 
yeah so there you go i know we still have one movie left aquaman 2 uh we'll we'll probably see what just just put it on streaming guys come on (laughs) no they want to make something and it's a christmas holiday they'll make something from it um and then we'll look ahead but uh i think that's i don't anticipate aquaman 2 to be all that great i don't anticipate it to be high on my list so i'm not really caring i'll go see it we'll review it and then see i have something to lose here because i loved aquaman 1 you didn't care about you it. can still just ignore this movie if it's bad i mean it's whatever i, I can <laughs> i can i had canon it didn't happen exactly i'm already doing it before i came out look i just i just don't want to be sad I'm tired of being sad about the DCU. I want to be happy about the DCU. I want to be happy about DC Studios. Yeah, I, we we need some some good coming out soon. Let James Cook. Let James <laughs> Cook. Uh, but yeah, so we'll wrap it up here. I think the finale for My Adventures with Superman is coming out tomorrow. So maybe we'll talk about that next mm-hmm. week. How about that? Yeah, cool. I'm only it. a couple episodes off. Yeah. So. Yeah, I watched I watched two episodes last night, and I think I'm two episodes behind. So I think I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a short show; it's not hard to. Are they thirty minutes? It, it, I think they're like twenty five okay. minutes. Yeah, I'll try to binge um, it before next uh, week when we record, and we'll see um, what we all think. I've, I know there's some controversy about it and all that kind of stuff, but I'm just I have I've pretty much stayed away from that, and I'll see what it'll I, look, give me. Look, you know what? To be honest with you, when it comes to DC, I don't care what the internet says anymore because I love The Flash. Right, right. So it's like The Flash is my number one DCU movie. You would think I wasn't even a DC fan saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think people sometimes care too much about like, I, I saw some people be like, we don't even get any of this, this mythos and stuff. I'm like, we don't need some of that stuff. You can just have fun superhero. The le- Look, the least... Coverage. The less you dig up in the DCU, the more you have to play with the DCU. If you didn't get something in the DCU, chances are that's what you will get in the DCU. Yeah, just the same way that like Feige isn't touching some of those old Spider-Man villains that have been done before. I'm I'm sure James is trying to stay away from some stuff that's been done to death. Um, Okay, Uh, so next week, My Adventures with Superman. If you haven't watched it, watch all 10 episodes and join us next week where we will recap and kind of share our thoughts on that Superman cartoon. It's on max. You can watch it there. Uh, else, uh, elsewise you can contact us at elseworlds DC fan on Twitter, Facebook. We have a TikTok now, which I have to put some more stuff on there. We have uh, email elseworlds DC fan at gmail.com where you can share hey share your ranking with us right we sometimes get those from the drafts mm-hmm. and stuff send us your rankings of yeah send us DCEU. an email send us a tweet hopefully we can have civil conversation about it you don't have to yell at us um actually it's more fun when you <laughs> yell at us to be honest with you we have fun behind the scenes that we don't necessarily share if you want to like engage in conversation maybe don't yell at us yeah, but. yeah. uh but we're open to <laughs> i'm open to discussion i like debating people i don't you know, I don't take anything personally. Yeah, or anything, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, but yeah, so my adventure is we do this for fun next week, and then mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what we're doing after that. But uh, I'm excited for it. So thank you all for watching and listening along with us. We'll catch you next week.